Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. The US FCC rejected ZTE's petition to remove its designation as a national security threat. This means the FCC's Universal Service Fund can't be used to buy equipment and services from ZTE. That fund is used to subsidize building telecommunications infrastructure in underserved areas of the United States. Companies are allowed to spend their own money to buy ZTE equipment. The European Union proposed legislation Wednesday that would create an EU-wide data marketplace for sharing industrial and government information. It's comparable to what the GDPR has done for personal information. Administrative data like health records, census results, and industrial data created by digital transformation could be shared more often as long as it is protected under European standards. For instance, data would need to be protected from demands by foreign governments and only exported to countries who offer protections equivalent to the EU. The new law would also create data brokers to work as intermediaries between data providers. Analyst Ming-Chi Kuo predicts better-than-expected demand for the iPhone 12 Pro models, offsetting some weaker-than-expected demand for the 12 and 12 mini. Kuo also sees evidence that Apple will redesign the form factors of its watch and MacBooks in the second half of 2021. Kuo estimates AirPod sales will fall 5 to 10% in the next six months, and the next version of the AirPods will not launch until the April-June quarter. Xiaomi announced it earned 55% of its Q3 revenue from markets outside China for the first time in its 10-year history. Xiaomi stayed number one in sales in India for the 13th consecutive quarter and raised its Western European sales 107% on the year. Xiaomi is now the third largest smartphone maker in the world. It has benefited from a drop in Huawei sales, though recent U.S. permission for Qualcomm chip sales to Huawei may affect that advantage. And Xiaomi President Wang Xiang warned of a serious supply shortage in Q4, possibly due to pandemic-related factory closures in India. Twitter announced it's relaunching its verification process with new guidelines. The new system will roll out in early 2021, but Twitter is asking its users for feedback on a draft of the guidelines. Requirement for verification would vary by category, but include references on company websites, media coverage, and other standards of notability. You can take a survey on the policy by December 8th or tweet your thoughts with the hashtag verificationfeedback. After receiving and considering that feedback, Twitter will finalize the policy December 17th. A study of smartphone use by the London School of Economics and Political Science found that 89% of phone interactions were unprompted, while the remaining 11% were because of notifications. 37 participants in the study in the UK, Germany, and France wore cameras to record their phone interactions. Users spent less time on their phone when they were home with other people and the most time when they were on public transport. The study indicates more research is needed about why people interact with their phones. France has decided not to wait for a worldwide agreement on tax treatment of tech companies and will proceed unilaterally. Tech companies legally record income in parts of Europe where they have headquarters with lower tax burdens, like Ireland. France wants to take a cut of that revenue that's generated in France by imposing a 3% tax based on where sales are made rather than where revenue is recorded. French tax authorities have started to send tax bills to collect the new digital services tax. Microsoft's Phil Spencer told The Verge that an Xbox app is likely to appear on smart TVs sometime, quote, in the next 12 months. That could let users play games on a smart TV with only a Bluetooth controller. Microsoft announced a partnership with Samsung in February that would certainly include phones, but might also include TVs. 
The Verge's Tom Warren notes that despite the Xbox Series X having more powerful hardware, the Sony PS5 has been outperforming it, particularly in frame rate, according to benchmarks from Digital Foundry. Digital Foundry editor Richard Ledbetter suspects an API limitation on the Xbox side. Microsoft started taking submissions for Series X certification in June after an update to its Game Developers Kit. Developers had access to PS5 dev kits much earlier. Microsoft says it is, quote, actively working with our partners to identify and resolve the issue to ensure an optimal experience. Tuesday, the Utah Department of Public Safety published a photo of a 10 to 12 foot steel object found November 18th in an inaccessible canyon in the desert. The department found no obvious indication of how it got there. The location is remote, so much that the exact location has not been published for fear people would become stranded and need rescue if they tried to reach it. However, Reddit user Tim Slane found satellite images on Google Earth of something in the middle of a small redstone canyon that casts a tall, narrow shadow. The object is visible in Google Earth photos starting in October 2016. Slane says he used cross-referencing skills he developed while playing the game GeoGuessr. Security researchers Montas Sasnaskas, James Klee, and Roni Carta, working with CyberNews.com, discovered a backdoor vulnerability in routers from Jetstream, sold by Walmart, and Wavelink, sold on Amazon and eBay. Windstar's technology makes both routers. The backdoor can be accessed remotely and appears to be actively exploited by the Mirai botnet. There are no firmware fixes for the routers, so they should not be used. Finally, Google is planning a fiber optic network connection called Blue Rahman from India to Europe that would directly connect Saudi Arabia and Israel for the first time if it goes as planned. Oman Telecommunications and Telecom Italia are reportedly helping to finance the route. Google still needs approval from the Saudi government, among other regulatory sign-offs. But the U.S. has brokered historic recognition of Israel by the UAE, Bahrain, and Sudan, and Israel's prime minister met with the Saudi crown prince Sunday, according to two Saudi government advisors. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, be sure to subscribe to DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes and links to all the headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.